This show is sponsored by Cocoon Weaver. Hi Clubbers, we've written a book and we are so excited to finally tell you about it. It's called Have You Tried This? and it will be released on February the 15th. 2024 by Welbeck Publishing. It's the very best of what we've learned over four years of living and experimenting with everything the self-care and wellness world has to offer, all collated into one place. Plus a load of new practices written just for the book. And the best thing? Every single practice in the book costs you absolutely nothing. And every practice in there really will improve your mental health and well-being. It's available right now on pre-order. Be the first to get your copy. Link is in our show notes. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Self Care Club. I'm Nicole Goodman. I'm Lauren Mishcon. How are you this week, Lauren Mishcon? You doing for your self-care? I've had a big haircut you'd have big big i had it the day of our book launch party mm. it was slightly accidental yes showed my hairdresser the photo i was like i kind of but like I this that's not accidental because he's let me tell you he's yeah. cut it exactly the same as the photo oh because i feel like he it's much shorter than the followed photo. the brief to a t i thought it was shorter and he just chopped i would say how many inches you tell me at least three three yeah and well he chopped it and after the first chop i was like well it's done now, so. Yeah, but you were holding on to hair that you didn't need to have and this looks about a million, billion, quadrillion times better. I'm not used to it yet. I don't You're hate it, but it. I don't. It's been less than a week. Yeah, I know. Come I'm on. not really used to it. I feel like I haven't really got any hair. You know, I, you know, you're the least precious person I know. I really am. But when it comes to your hair, you are very precious. I like to hang on to it, like Gwyneth. It's like hanging on to dead weight. It's like a bad boyfriend. <laughs> don't need that shit in your life. Well, it's gone. Good. And it looks so, you look so much fresher. Thanks. Thanks. It's gone down quite well. Because it looks so much better. Like the kids like it. Ollie likes it. Everyone seems. This is so irrelevant because the only person that needs to like it is you. I'm not quite, I don't not like it. I'm just not quite I used asked for a photo when you had it cut and you were like, No. And then I FaceTimed you yeah. by accident. I'm like, oh, we're on FaceTime. Let me see. No. But I did show you. And you were, then you like, like zoomed the camera around very slowly. I was very self-conscious about it. Your face was like really glum. Yeah. It looks great. You're like, no, it doesn't. It's very short. Anyway, it's done. I've also started using a little device called the Solar Wave that we got sent how long ago? Well over a year and oh. a half ago or something. And we never did a show on it and I no. always liked it. Anyway, I lost the charger, which was annoying. Do you know what? I've lost the charger, but it still charges. It's just a USB charger. No, it didn't work. I tried everyone I had in the house. Anyway, I emailed the company and I said, I've lost my charger. They sent me another one from the United States of America. Did they do any other products, that company? Don't know. Didn't check. But anyway, I've been using it and I have to say, I really like it. It's too soon to, to tell you about results. It's a little infrared wand. Oh, no, no, wand. no. It, we've had it for... Over, well over a year. Yeah. I've always said that I wanted to do a show on it. Yeah. Because I really, really rate it. Yeah. So it's not too soon at all to do a show on it because I used it and I went through a phase of I haven't actually used it for ages and I'm going to now. So thank you for the reminder. Welcome. I think it is absolutely brilliant. So last week, I, th I do think it was maybe hormonal and also because of the book launch and also like it was just quite, a, it was quite a big week. I just had this weird skin breaky out thing like I got this redness and a couple of spots on my cheeks I honestly oh, haven't did. had a spot you in did. like 10 years I know what was going on it freaked me out 
And I thought, I've got to deal with this situation ASAP. So started using the solar wave and listen, whether it's because it's now a week later or things have calmed down or whatever, but honestly, I look, <laughs> already look better. So I'm going to carry on. It might be the solar wave. It might be. I'm going to carry on using it. It's nice. And also the third thing I'm doing for my self-care, bought myself a load of new makeup. Good. I deserved it and I needed it. My concealer was so old that the label on the bottom had rubbed off. Ditto with the blusher. Freshen it up, babes. The bacteria in that was probably... Grim. Probably run a whole lab off it. Went to Mac, bought a load of new makeup. Very happy Went with to myself. Mac? Yeah. Interesting. Retro. Got done up. Got Why'd new you go to Mac? You know what? I do all the other expensive brands yeah, and all the glossy packaging and I come back to Mac. Oh, do you? the basics. Do you? Blusher and concealer. And it's funny, actually, because I haven't bought anything from Mac for years. Not years. For months. It's so great, you know. It's a good price point. If you had to pick one brand, would it be Mac? No, it would be Chanel. But, would it? Yeah. But it's also very generous. Like the blusher is huge. The concealer lasts years. I find it generous portions, which I like in food and makeup. I, I find their portions the same as anywhere. Okay. And also the Chanel. Am I allowed to speak in I this episode? I just tell you one more thing. <laughs> the Chanel foundation that I mentioned on the show the yeah. other week yeah i bought it it's everything i wanted it to be okay i'm just leaving it there what are you doing for yourself Kate? well i mean i guess i guess the question is what did you want it to be but let's let's move on let's what am i doing on. for my own self-care you yeah. know what i did what i suddenly realized yesterday yeah that i was unwell you suddenly realized yeah. yesterday yeah no we I... realized on friday you weren't well no well i allowed myself to be unwell yesterday okay so last Monday I was like, I'm not good. I've got a bit of a this and a bit of a that. And, and I you not... were hungover. I was hungover. I felt totally yeah, shit. You did. Well, as it turns out, I was brewing a head cold. Oh. A horrible head cold. Mm. And I didn't feel that unwell, so I just cracked on with everything else. And then mm. the head cold has turned into an ear infection. Yeah. Because my eardrum burst. Yeah. So I've been dealing with that. And then I've just been going on and carrying on and well, working. We had a big week. Going to the gym. Yeah. I guess so. I don't know why that would give me an ear infection, but... Just, you know, it's a lot of kind of anticipation. I don't think that would give me an ear infection. <laughs> it would give me one. <laughs> I just don't think it would. Anyway, it was all part of the head cold because I got mm. bunged up. So then on Saturday night, we came over to you for a gorgeous, very impromptu dinner. Yes, I only was... invited you at 3pm. Yeah, it was really fun and it was really yummy. Good. Um, and then I said to Adam, you know what I'm going to do tomorrow? And he said, what? Normally I put my alarm on, on every Saturday, every Sunday and I go to the gym yes. early like a yes. good girl. And I laid in bed. What? Who are you? I laid in bed. You herkle dirkle. <laughs> you I don't did like that. Herkle Anyway, I got up about half past eight. Yeah. Oh, that's not a lion. It is for me. Okay. I went and okay, I edited a show. But right. then yeah. I sat on the couch. Yeah. I watched loads of Virgin River. Great. I went and had a nap. Oh my God. This is proper Sunday self care. Proper Sunday self care. And then I went to go and see my friend who's broken her foot. Oh. So what I did for my own self care is acknowledge that I was unwell and that I needed to rest. What do you think about that? I, 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 I love, I mean, resting till 8.30, okay, 9.30 maybe. But yes, you rested good. Tick. I can't lie in bed. It hurts my back. Okay. And also you just don't like it. I can't. I just can't sit still. I know, I know. Sitting <laughs> still is not for you. But well done. Thank you. Thank you. I know you're feeling a bit better today. 
I do actually. Good. I do. Well, because I'm also on antibiotics. And so you've also helps. got a jazzy new knitted Zara waistcoat. That you said it looked like my granny had knitted. No, I said it's like that's a, a compliment. And I yeah. said, is it? Like a nana knit, like a home knit. It's cool, like a one off. I bought this with my daughter. I saw it with you. Yeah. Went the next day. You immediately spotted it and went straight oh, up to I it. I always love a bright colour. Yeah. And then my daughter's like, that's the most disgusting thing I've ever seen in my whole entire life. It's not. It's cool. I think it's cool. And it's lovely for spring and it's a great colour. And I did have it on with a white shirt, didn't mm, I? You did. I took the white shirt off. I was just going naked in the naked studio. arm. Yeah. Bra it was in a the bit studio. twee for me with the white shirt. I thought it was very Moira Rose cool. I mean, you could pull it off better than I would. Okay. Well... You know what is happening as well? It's your birthday coming up. And you've just had yours. I have. So we're in the middle of our birthdays. We mm. should name this period of time in life. What's it called? Like the in-betweeners. Yeah, but n not that show. Never seen it. It's not for you. <laughs> Definitely not for <laughs> you. You know when you ask your mum when you're a kid, do I like this? And they say <laughs> yes or no. That yeah. That's the point we've got to. Ollie does that in restaurants sometimes. He looks at the menu. Something having this do I like that like <laughs> I don't know you're 55 you probably know whether you like it do you need to ask me <laughs> but also I kind of like it when he does that so we're in the in-between we're in the in-between you've had your birthday and I'm about to have mine and this week we're going to talk all about birthdays yeah because it is something that happens to everybody yeah every year yeah and I think there's a lot of complexity that surrounds a birthday there's yes. a lots of layered there's a lots of emotion there's lots of feelings and thoughts and reflection around your time of the birthday depending on where you're at in life yes right? and it can either bring up a really happy time it can bring up a really difficult time you can really look forward to it, you can really dread it there's so much juice around it there really is that's why we had to do a show on yeah it, right yeah so there's a couple of things around birthdays the first thing is whether you like it or not it is a day when you are spotlit you're highlighted it's like your day and depending on well, how especially now that facebook is a thing because it also yes. reminds you of whose birthday it is oh yes and also you can't which is really helpful because you can't forget birthdays. I'm sure you're the sort of person that has everybody's birthday in your diary. In my head and in my diary, but I kind of just know. Right. Yeah. I, I am obviously the sort of person that doesn't. Mm. So Facebook is a really, really great tool for me so that I don't... I mean, my best friends, I know exactly when their birthdays are. But other than that, forget it. All 11 nieces and nephews, it's just stored in my head. I just, I'm very yeah. good with I dates. Tell you. I could tell you what month my nieces and nephews are in, but I couldn't tell you when their birthday Very was. good with dates. But depending on how you're treated on the day of your birthday, it can feel a bit like an evaluation of where you are in the world. Like your popularity, your worthiness, your lovability. All these things are kind of put to the test depending on who gets in touch with you, how many people get in touch well, with it, you, it who celebrates with you. How you focus on it. Yes, it can be all of those things, which can cause a lot of pressure and stress and comparison and upset and expectation. But they're never going to be good for your mental health, are they? No. Because anyone that gets in touch, it can just be a, oh, that was really nice, rather than a, oh my God, I cannot believe they did not contact me on my birthday. I mean, how many times have you said that? I, I always think it's interesting who always gets in touch and it's people like who you might not ever necessarily even speak to, maybe once every five years, but they will take the time to drop you a happy birthday I message. I always think that's quite something, isn't it? And then there are always those people and I think, oh my God, 
I just don't reach out to all these people on their birthday. Maybe I should. But I'd be doing that every day. But do you think that's because their birthday is something that means a lot to them and that's why they do it to kind of everybody they know, even if they haven't spoken to in five years? Or do you think they're just nice people? Um, well, now you're talking about like a love language kind of thing. Yeah. Like how they they give what they want to receive. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm sure they do. Because how you do anything is how you do everything. Yeah. So if you're going to reach out to people from a kind place, mm. it's because you like receiving that. I assume. I think so. Sometimes I just feel like it's in their diary and so they just do it, but there's not really any no, emotion behind like it. not the Facebook friends. No. I mean, there's always like, like 50 to 70 Facebook. What, they, what do they do? They post it on your wall. Yeah. 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 There's all of that, yeah. As well, to uh, you know, birthdays create a lot of admin. Yeah, they do. You can actually be on your phone all fucking day on your birthday, replying, "Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank well, you, thank if you." If you're popular, you can. But if you're not popular, then maybe not. You know. Oh, yeah. So Never really thought of that. That's that's the thing. It's a real highlight of like how how, how popular how am I today how am I regarded how you're in the world in your life how am I regarded by others and also it's really passive so like I I will normally pretty much always text people on their birthday if they're a good friend I'll always get a card definitely a card and if they're an even better friend definitely a present but when it's your birthday you're sitting still and everyone's reaching out to you so it's a real passive experience and I find that a bit uncomfortable and a bit weird. But it, doesn't have, I mean? but it doesn't have to be a passive experience. Well, like you can't phone people and go, hi, it's my birthday. Are you going to get me a present and phone me? Well, no, that would be really odd. But what you can do is arrange a dinner with all your friends on your course, birthday. So that's not passive. You can. Or you can arrange your day in such a way that you're doing all the things that you enjoy doing. You can, but also it's like it's a day when everything comes to not you. necessarily. No, I'm sorry. That's a you passive way think. of looking at it. Not I feel necessarily. like it's a real passive thing. And I don't like that about my birthday. But you're more passive than I am in general. I am, but I don't like that about my birthday. But I, it doesn't have to be that way. That's how you experience it. And that's how you choose to move through your birthday. Mm. On my birthday, mm. I, I mean, waiting for my husband to do something, you know, romantic on my birthday is like waiting for the queen to sit back on the throne it's just not going to happen so I'm very in the mindset of creating a nice day for myself mm. and making sure that I'm doing something nice mm. so I don't think that's passive I think that's taking control of the situation it is but I meant more in terms of are people who you feel you're invested in or who you have a relationship with, are they going to reach out and celebrate you or are they not? Because yes, of course you can phone whoever you want and say, hey, it's my birthday next week. Do you want to go out for lunch? But I just find... So you're talking about the people who reaches out to you as a passive experience. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's a very small part of it. The messages that you're getting. I think it highlights a lot of... I think well, it, it highlights brings, your social status. I think it brings it? up a lot of stuff in people about what is my worthiness and what is my lovability. Am I messaged all day? Is my phone ringing off the hook? Have I got lots of messages on my Facebook wall or, or have I not? And if I don't, what does that say about me? Does it just mean that I need to make more effort with people in general so that 
the love comes back to me. You know, there's or, there's a lot or, of things around or not. It. Maybe you've created that on purpose. Maybe. maybe. Maybe that's a very intentional thing. Maybe. How do you feel about getting older? How do you feel about your birthday? Because you always say things like, oh, I don't need that to happen because I'm not five. Yeah. You're quite brash about your birthday. Yeah. That's a separate thing to how do I feel about getting older though. Okay. It's two separate issues. I, I'm not brilliant about well, I'm not well, brilliant you about say that. it. You say that, but a birthday is always a marker of getting older. Of course it so, is. So not being good with birthdays can also be an indicator of you're not good with getting older. They can they are very can be intrinsically linked. I'm not great about getting older. Um I don't like that feeling. I feel like every year that passes, I haven't always felt like that, but definitely since I was 40, I feel like every year that passes is another year gone. You know, like when you're a kid and when you're leading up to 18, you're desperate to be the next age, the next year, move on and on and on to the next step because you just want to be older yeah. and more grown up. And then you reach a point where you're like, okay, I'm grown up now. That's okay. It's enough now. And I feel like 36-ish would have been fine. So now I feel like every year is a year less that I'm less that I've got in the world. And I, you know, I'm about to be 46. And the, the funny thing is in my family, we always had this joke that my dad basically stopped at 46. So he was <laughs> he was in the media and you're not supposed to age. Even men aren't really supposed to age. So even when he wasn't 46 anymore, his official age was always 46. And we used to have this joke, me and him. I was like, one day you're going to be too young to be my dad. <laughs> and I said, and one day we're going to merge and I'm about to turn 46 in like two weeks time. And that is so funny to me because that's the age my dad stopped aging. You yeah. know, that was like the oldest you were allowed to be was, in 40, the media. was 46 and I'm now 46. And I'm, you know, I'm pretty much halfway through and that does feel big. It does feel big. But you're all right with it. Um, yeah, I think it's a real privilege to grow older. I lost one of my best friends at the age of 32. Um, he never got the chance to grow old. And I always think of him. And, it, and whenever I think of him, I always think of him as a young, healthy man, mm. which is wonderful. Mm. And he'll always stay in my memory that way because he was always young. Mm. But... God, what a lot of life he lost yeah. and he missed out on and what a lot of life his parents missed out on and what a lot of life his friends missed out yeah. on growing old with yeah. him. Um, so I think since losing him, I see aging and obviously I was very young at the time too. I think I was, I was 30. Mm. So losing him at such a young age myself put a new value on what it means to get older. Mm. Um, so I'm very grateful for that, that I get to grow older um there's two choices you either grow old or you don't correct um and i think it's quite exciting actually i think with every new age comes new stuff mm. and some can be more challenging and some mm. can be more freeing mm. so my children are getting older which means that adam and i have more time together mm. we can start thinking about going on holiday mm. holiday on our own we have a lot more independence mm. and i love that part of our life so we couldn't have had that in our 30s we had young children and babies and mm. We were up to our eyes in it. So I think there's a lot of freedom and goodness that comes with getting older. Mm. I really do. I agree with you. And I did. I also lost my stepmother at 46. She died of breast cancer. And she left five-year-old twins at home. And that was, you know, 
I can't imagine not being here now. I feel like I've got a lot of life left yeah. to live. And I agree with you, aging is a privilege, but I but it's also a daunting thing that I every year that goes by, I will be I will be aging. I'm not, you know, growing up anymore. I am only going in one direction. And I'm very grateful that I'm here to be doing that. But it's also a bit of a daunting. What do you mean growing thought? in one direction? Because going <clears throat> towards old age. Yeah, but you can sprint towards old age, you know, and you can do it in such a fun, energetic way with vitality. That's how I choose. I'm going to be doing it anyway. Um, but anyway, this is not about aging. We're moving into an aging conversation because it is more about how we celebrate birthdays and how we are on our birthdays and how and I think how you've been brought up to celebrate birthdays is a big part of how you now relate to your birthday absolutely because that's all about expectations right right how your mum and dad did it how you want to do it in your family what you expect on the day what does your partner expect all of that This episode is sponsored by Horizon Studios. If you're traveling this year and looking for high quality, sustainable and beautifully designed luggage, then look no further than Horizon Studios, who've launched two new ranges. The RE series, the world's most sustainable 97% recycled luggage, and now the revolutionary Air series, the world's lightest high-end suitcase. If you have airport anxiety, worrying about the weight of your case when it goes on those scales, then the Air Series is for you and it is definitely for me. The Air Series pushes the boundaries of travel. Each detail is designed and engineered to combine an ultralight and durable product. It's significantly lighter than regular suitcases. Thank goodness, Lauren, that is brilliant. And it comes with a lifetime warranty because the most sustainable suitcase is the one that you only buy once. We used the cases to go to Paris and Wales last year, and as chronic overpackers, we could still wheel them around with ease. We could. Ultra light and compact, the Air Series is made from a premium polycarbonate hard shell with reduced thickness and a recycled lining. It's 100% vegan and produced in a way that is 99% waste-free, blending design and function seamlessly. So, Nicole, you can pack those extra five pairs of shoes with no stress. The entire range is available on the Horizon Studios website and in all leading department stores. Just go to www.horizon-studios.com. Horizon Studios. Let's go further. This week, we are sponsored by Notion. Why do we love Notion? Because it brings our ideas to life. It's like having access to tomorrow's tools today by combining all our research scripts and notes into one simple space with the added power of AI built right inside, not a separate AI tool or browser tab. I used it the other day to plan all our social content for the next three months. It's made what's usually a really long, daunting task super quick, simple and streamlined, leaving us with more time and energy to focus on what truly matters, which is bringing self-care to the listeners and less stress for us. Notion is a place where any team can write, plan, organise and rediscover the joy of play. And the Notion AI turns that knowledge into action. It can answer any question in seconds, summarise your meeting notes and keeps you completely organised. If you can think it, you can make it. It's become an integral part of our podcasting toolkit and we're calling it self-care. 
Try Notion for free when you go to notion.com slash self-care club. That's all lowercase letters, notion.com slash self-care club and start turning ideas into action. And when you use our link, you're supporting our show. Notion.com slash self-care club. Tell me about birthdays growing up in your family. Yeah, they were lovely. And I was just about to say pretty normal, but they're pretty normal to me. Yes. Um, we were always, as we were younger, we had parties. You know, my mum would do the parties for the school classes and everything else. Um, but we always celebrated one another on our birthdays. And as we've gotten older, and as my sister and I became adults, we now, we always went out for dinner, the four mm-hmm. of us, my parents and my sister. Yeah. And whoever's birthday it was, it was... They get to go to the restaurant of their choosing. Right. And that tradition still lies now today, okay. which is great. Yeah. Um, but now we do it with seven of us rather yep. than four of us. So that's gorgeous. And that tradition has carried on for my children. Right. And for Adam. Right. Um, and now what we do with my kids is obviously they had the big parties. And then from the age of 11, I'm like, right, we're done with the parties now. So I don't do those anymore. And the girls kind of organize their own birthdays. Um, we always, always have cake for breakfast. That is your tradition. Whoever's birthday it yeah. is. I mean, I cannot eat a Colin the Caterpillar at seven o'clock in the morning, but that's just me. Yeah. But the girls love it. Yeah. Um, and, and that's kind of what we do. But I have taught them that birthdays are there to be celebrated and it's really important. And I'm now teaching them that they need to get a gift for me and daddy independently of us. Not to spend money, but just to put some thought yeah. into it. Adam was terrible with birthdays terrible they, that's not how his family approached them at all they kind of let them come and go and that's that's just how they did it but he's gotten more into, into my way of thinking right so now he does birthdays with your kids and your family like you grew up to do birthdays. but what's interesting is it's his 50th coming up yeah in three months yeah and getting him to commit to do anything for his 50th has been really trying but he has well, he hasn't really, actually. He's um, he's just leaving it to me. Okay, that's fine. And I said to him, you know, you've got to celebrate this. You've got to do something. We have a lovely life together. Why wouldn't you want to celebrate? It's not like, it's yeah. not like you've got nothing to celebrate. Yeah. Um, but he hates being the centre of attention. And he doesn't want to do anything. Mm. But I'm kind of taking charge with that. And then he said to me, oh, you're going to be a nightmare on your 50th. I said, it's going to be like an Indian wedding. Yes. Yeah, you see, I just can't relate to that. At all. So how was it when you were growing up with your birthday? It was the same. My mum and dad always made the parties. The whole class came. I have vivid memories of my mum doing past the parcel and wrapping up every layer in newspaper and passing it around. There was always a cake. There was always an entertainer. When we got older, there was like a treat. You know, when we were older kids, it was like you can go to the theatre and out for dinner. Yeah. So it was very much always celebrated and it was a thing. But as we've gotten older, I just feel like often with birthdays, you peak. You peak as a kid and then they're never as fun as an adult. So I now am like, I just I feel quite chilled about my birthday. I don't feel like I want or need a particular fuss. But can I just say, right, yeah. your husband is particularly good at celebrating your birthday. Right. But why is that, Nicole? And he's particularly good at planning but, your birthday. But why is that? Well, because birthdays are a big thing in his family. That's I'll right. assume. Yes. Right? So my question to you is, yeah. are you not that fussed about your birthday because you don't need to be because someone is always taking care of it? Because if he didn't do any of that, wouldn't you be upset that you wouldn't be doing anything for your birthday? No, because I know we'd always do something. But I, what I mean is when you you said to me earlier, oh, you, you always say, oh, I'm not five. I don't need to be celebrated all day. That's how I feel. Like it, as an adult, I have always 
gone to work on my birthday and then done something nice to market in the evening, but I don't need a, a fucking parade. So it's not, you know, <laughs> let's take it to the extremes. He, but like, he, we're not saying that we're going to do a fucking parade. I mean, a parade. No, you say that, but his family birthdays are major. Like it's an event. People can take the day off work to celebrate themselves the whole day. But There's that's so always cute. an element of surprise. There's always some surprise. There has to be something. It's always a massive deal and it kind of continues to be so. And I, I it's a lot. Like I find it a lot because I'm I'm not like that. So I I feel he often feels he has to perform this thing on my birthday because it's kind of how he knows how to celebrate birthdays. But that is a good thing. But I don't need all of that. It's, I think life is very short and very precious and tomorrow is not promised. And my gorgeous friend Jason is teaches me that every single day, mm. right? So if there is an opportunity to celebrate life and to celebrate yourself, which we wrote about in the book. We did. I think you should grab it with both hands because we are here to be joyful and to enjoy the people that are around us and enjoy the things that we love. That's it. I totally agree with you and I'm there for it and I'm never going to say to him, no, I don't want to. So he's taking me away for a couple of nights. He organised it. He planned it. He even took the mental load of getting Josh looked after, which was like is the main thing because it's easy to book a hotel, but it's harder to arrange it. Well, you say that, Child but care Adam, Adam would never do that because that's just not, that's not comparing them. It's just not. That's not his, that's not his love language. It's totally not his love mm. language. It's not how he functions and he doesn't see birthdays as a big thing. But that's also not how he was brought up to celebrate birthdays. That's right. So it's, it's different. Listen, I went for lunch with his family the next day. No one wished me a happy birthday. They don't mean it in a mean way. It's like his parents sent a me a card yeah. the day before. It's just not a thing. It's not a thing yeah. to them. Yeah. But to me, that is very foreign. Yeah, of course. Listen, I'm absolutely delighted to be going away with him and it's lovely of him and I'm very happy to be going and doing it. But... If he didn't do it and we were just doing something else, I'd be okay with it. Having said that, I, I don't know. I don't know I, if you I, would. I, I'm just going to say to you, full confession, I had a little bit of a strop about my birthday yesterday. A little bit of a strop. What was the strop? Well, he's booked dinner the night of my birthday and Max is coming home from uni for my birthday, which is so sweet and I'm absolutely thrilled. And I said to him, I think maybe it would be nicer to go out with the kids because Max is here. So I don't want him to come home and then we go out the two of us. Like, let's just go somewhere really low key, the five of us. And uh, he was like, well, just pick somewhere then. And I got in, I got a bit hoity-toity because the place he'd picked for dinner was a fish place. He's known me 27 years. I'm not, really not a mad fan of fish. And I felt, I was like, you know what? It's one day of the, and he's like, we can celebrate the older kids' birthdays because one of them wasn't well and they didn't get to have a dinner out. So we'll we'll go out and it can be joint for Max and Josh and you because they didn't really get their birthday dinner. And I said, do you know what? I get one day. No. I said, I get one day out of 365 that is about me. I do absolutely everything for the kids and you every other day of the year. It is my birthday that night. Their birthdays were in January. It's done. This is my birthday dinner. I'm not sharing it with them. Sorry, no. I said, I don't want to be a bitch. So, so no. hold on. So that's interesting because you're completely contradicting yourself. I know. It was so unlike me. I was like, I baked both those kids' cakes. Josh had a party. I know we didn't get to go out for the birthday dinner, but like their birthdays are done. This is my one day. I think it's because we were doing this show. 
I was like, all I'm asking is for one dinner that's for my birthday. I don't want to go anywhere posh. Don't want to have to share it with somebody else. Quite right. Take up the space. It's your day. That was literally all it was. I was like, I'm not being a bitch and I'm not being a diva. I love my children. I love them. Hold on. 364 days. No, hold on. Stop. You do not need to then justify. I'm not being a bitch. I'm not being a diva because you want to go. It felt a bit divery. It did. It did. You're just claiming your birthday for yourself. That is not being a diva. That is actually, I deserve this day. All of you get your day. Not even a day, just a dinner. Don't even need the day. Just one meal. You're so scared of taking up space. I don't like to take up a lot of space, but I really but was you, a bit annoyed. To. And let me tell you why you have to. Because we have to be teaching other women how to do the same thing. Because us women need to learn how to take up space. And to not even take up space, just to stand in the space that we deserve to be in. Well, I've taken it. Good. I've owned it. But I, what I don't want is you justifying, I'm not being a bitch, I'm not being a diva. It's none of those things. You deserve a dinner. Thank you. Full stop. Well, I'm, I'm having one. Yes. Okay. I'm having one. Yes. A couple of other things. A few. Expectations. Right. There's a lot of expectation riding on a birthday. Uh, 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 a in lot. everything that we've discussed, like what were my previous birthdays like? Will this be better or worse? What's my partner going to do? Am I going to be happy? Do I have to be happy because it's my birthday? All of that. There's a lot riding on it. This is a thing for a lot of people. There's a lot riding on it. And it's, it, and it's a moment in time where you get reflective of where you are in your life versus where you were last year. Well, what was happening last year? What's happening now? What do I want to be happening next year? Those sorts of things. So then we verge into comparison. Comparison of your younger self, comparison of other people's birthdays, comparison of how does my, my husband doesn't do this. Well, it can be a, healthy, a helpful moment of taking stock of where you are at. Mm -hmm. It can be helpful. Mm -hmm. If you're going to go down the rabbit hole of, oh my God, I haven't done all the things that I wanted to do this year and then make yourself feel bad and feel guilty, that is not helpful. But I think it is always healthy to stop and reflect on where you are. And a birthday is a natural time to do that, right? Yeah, like yeah. like Christmas is. Like Christmas is, yeah. Isn't it? Except Christmas is for everybody and your birthday is just for you. N yes. I just mean it's like a landmark in the year. Yeah, it's a, it's a line in the sand. It is. It is. And also, you know, I definitely suffer a little bit with the existential dread that we've just discussed. It's like I am, you know, in essence, I am a year closer to my death than I was before. And I don't oh think about God, it. It's such a dark thing. I know. To, but listen, so listen, I don't have a problem with death and dying. I really am like extremely. We're talking about, we're talking about birthdays. Right. But I'm extremely cool about it. I'm fine with it. But it is. It, <laughs> Like I said, you're only going in one direction, right? That brings up a lot of stuff for people, birthdays. Existential dread is a big thing in birthdays of people who don't enjoy them. And that's really I why. think it's more about the other things that we have touched on. Like, has this one gotten in touch? Why haven't they? Where am I at socially? Do I have enough people around me? Am I loved? Am I worthy? Am I at the place that I want to be in life? Have I done enough? Yeah. Those it's those questions. It is. And I think on a deeper level, you may subconsciously, even if you're not really thinking about it on your birthday, feel very deeply those things of am I seen by anyone? Am I celebrated by anyone? Am I loved? Like 
when you boil it down, it's like, does my being born matter? And if so, to who? And that's a big thing. And I think also you might not want to actually know the answers to those questions. You might not be going through your week or your life or your year wanting to know. But on that one day of your birthday, well, you can't it avoid comes it. to you. You can't avoid it. Right. I had a message from a very, very close friend of mine, Sarah. And she messaged me. We don't message a lot. Mm. But we we more see each other. We we'll yeah. sort of message to make an arrangement and then we see each other. Yeah. So we're not always on text. Yeah. And we'd speak every now and then. But she's a very good friend. Anyway, she messaged me one night, is everything okay? Yeah. Mm. And I wrote back, yes, fine. Mm. Why? Mm. And she wrote, because it's my birthday. And you're normally one of the first people oh. I hear from. Oh, oh my God. God. So I phoned, and she's the least precious person. Yeah. So I phoned her. I'm like, oh my God. She's like, honestly, I'm not upset. I was just worried that there was something because you were very you it, were very absent today. Yeah. You're normally very present. Yeah, I'm like it just completely slipped my mind. I am so sorry. Obviously, I made it up to her, and then she said that she always um, she cashed in on that birthday because I got her an extra special gift from Sweaty Betty. Because I felt <laughs> she's like I loved the guilt, by the way, because I got an extra nice gift. Um, but I felt terrible. I felt really terrible because I don't remember everybody's birthdays. But if you're a really good friend of someone that I really adore then I, I do like to be present on your birthday. Yeah. Because the thing is, it, it's, a very, it's a special day for you, but for everyone else, it's just like, it's just every day. There's a bit of a gap. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's my special day. It's my birthday. Everyone else, it's like, it's just Tuesday. I'm going to work. And then you've got to like m rustle up that whole thing. Like, happy birthday. You're having an amazing day. And you're like at work. You not. know what I really hate <laughs> on birthdays? I really hate the singing. Yeah. Where someone phones you and they start singing oh because it's God, that I awkward that. moment of, okay, do I tell them, oh, no, 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 don't sing, yeah. don't sing. Or do you sing with them? Or do I just stand here listening to this shit song? Yeah. My friend Joel always phones me and sings me happy birthday on my birthday. Now I just sing with him because he won't stop till the song's ended. So you're going to have a very nice birthday. I, I think I am. And we're doing something nice really birthday. nice for your birthday. We oh, are. A couple of weeks later, which is nice. Yeah. You're going to take, go you're taking me to the theatre. I'm going to take you to the theatre. Yeah. So that'll be I'm fun. Excited. So it's an extended birthday. It's an ex Well, it is very extended because I'm not going away with Ollie for quite a few more weeks. So yeah, it's drifting on into the end of March. So what are you doing on your actual birthday? What day is it? It's a Friday. Right. What am I doing? I shall walk the dog in the morning and I shall go out for dinner in the evening. But what evening. are you doing between the dog walk and the dinner? Probably nothing. I actually, I've tried to put myself in for um, a cranial sacral um, session the morning of my birthday. Because I thought that would be really nice to do. There you go. That's what I mean. You do want to do things that you like to do. I mean, you're very, I'm very happy to see you on your birthday. Thanks. She's a bit aloof though, isn't she, Clubbers? Yeah. Never quite sure. <laughs> Don't need a fuss all day. We had a really nice birthday last year. Oh my God, on my birthday, we had the best birthday. We went to Marlebone High Street. I wasn't doing anything and you were like, we're going out. We bought a gorgeous coat. Yeah. We, we, as if we're a partnership. <laughs> you bought a gorgeous coat, we went out for lunch, we had a glass of no, champagne, we, we just got the book deal. You got a diamond ring. We actually had a lovely get a diamond ring. Oh, you <laughs> gave me your ring. We got engaged. <laughs> we got engaged. I got a coat, we had champagne. Yeah. No, I actually had a lovely birthday last year. There I said it was one of the loveliest birthdays I'd had. There you go. Well, maybe wow. you, we should yeah, do something again on your birthday. Maybe we should go to Marlborough High Street. Again? Yeah. We won't, we won't be able to rustle up the magic of last year. Oh, boo-hoo to you. Magical? Right, we're Lovely. going to Marlborough High Street on your birthday. Okay, finished. Mm -hmm. That's it. You can take the passive oh. approach. 
but that's what we're doing. Are we going to give the listeners any tips about birthdays or are we just going to leave them hanging? I don't know. Have you written any? I have actually. Oh, look at you. Uh, we don't never like to leave them hanging. We like no. to give them some self-care tips and tools we around do. their birthdays. We do. Okay? That is the format of the show. Yes. Right. The three main issues with birthdays in summary, expectations, comparison, some people existential dread. This is a thing, right? What is the opposite of all of these things? Gratitude. Correct. Gratitude. That's what we need to reach for. But not like toxic positivity. No. I think just, it's more than that. I think it's just being present. Well, like what you said, I'm grateful that I get to age. My friend died so young and I'm grateful that I'm here. I'm grateful for my life. I, I am. I, and also grateful for, and just sort of being present to the people that are around, not the people that aren't. I think focusing on the, the all the positive love that's around. Yes. You know? Tip uh, two, talk to your partner, your friends, your parents about what you do want for your birthday and what you don't want and make your expectations clear don't as take I did yesterday. a passive approach you get to be in charge of what you want in your day yes and don't use your birthday as a secret test for your partner no <laughs> no listen clubbers I've done that many times it gets you absolutely nowhere they are not psychic no. share your thoughts share with them what you would like as a gift I, I mean Adam I just now just send him a link and I now, with instructions of don't deviate, mm. don't change the colour, mm. this, this is, is what, what I, I want. want. Yeah. Yeah. Because you get what you want. Yeah. Ask and it shall come. Yes. Yes. And rather than placing such a huge focus on pressure on just that one day of the year, try to say what you want and need, Laura Mishcon, and do what you want and need throughout the year. Do you want to go to Marlowe High Street? Let's discuss it later. Oh, she doesn't. <laughs> This means the gap between normal life and your birthday can be closed and you might not feel so let down and you may avoid unrealistic expectations. I think that's actually really important because if you just have a shit time and never do anything that you want and never say what you want and need and then this one day you're like, well, it's my birthday, so surely everything's going to be amazing today and it isn't, it becomes a big letdown. But if like often you maybe once every three months you take yourself for a massage or you go out for lunch with a friend or you do something nice, you don't feel this huge like mind the gap between your birthday day and your normal life yeah i think that's really really solid self-care tips have we solved birthdays for well i don't know if we've forever. solved it but i think we've embarked on a very interesting conversation happy birthday to you happy birthday to me happy birthday to all of the clubbers because everyone's having one everyone's having one and we will be back on wednesday with another midweek meltdown and back on friday for our weekly wellness roundup show and if you want to be in touch hello at selfcareclub.co.uk make sure you go buy the book the link is in the show notes just scroll down and we will be back on wednesday bye bye